Mindfulness Mode 345. We're dealing with a mind divided against itself, which is what happens when we're not being mindful. You're listening to Bruce Langford right here on the Mindfulness Mode podcast. So welcome to the show. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you enjoy this episode, then I hope you do hit the subscribe button. That really helps our show. And today I want to tell you that I just recorded a brand new uh, guided meditation and it's called Release Your Overwhelm. And it is 30 full minutes of ways to abandon your inner blocks by meditating with this guided meditation it will help you surrender your stress it'll help you become more focused and raise your personal level of contentment you'll achieve more with increased concentration as a result of meditating i've talked about this before and this specific guided meditation does take you through all of these things and this meditation is available for the cost of four dollars and 99 cents us and i'd be very very thrilled if you downloaded it and checked it out and gave me some feedback on what you think it's called release your overwhelm and you can get it at mindfulnessmode.com release and like I said, it's $4.99, very uh, low cost for you. And I just hope you enjoy this guided meditation. Last time on Mindfulness Mode, I featured Andy Hobson. And Andy is from the UK. He's a rock star turned mindfulness teacher. He's so impassioned about mindfulness that now he's devoted his life to it and he teaches it to others. What a great guy and he still uses music in his mindfulness teaching. You can uh, go back and listen to Andy's episode by going to mindfulnessmode.com slash 344. So check it out. It's an episode that's well worth a listen. And if you haven't checked out my Facebook group, get get involved it's called the mindfulness mode group with bruce langford so uh, check that out on facebook and uh, get into that group it's a lot of fun that we have on there so today i'm interviewing wendy wendy yellen and she's talking about transformation something that we have talked about before on mindfulness mode only wendy says it's not what you think so she's got some surprises here for you. Stay tuned, sit back, relax, and enjoy my interview with Wendy. Mindful Tribe, you're in for an interesting, interesting conversation. I have Wendy Yellen with me today. Wendy, are you in mindfulness mode? It's a second-by-second second question, isn't yes, it, Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, in this second, yes. <laughs> Good answer, yeah. Uh, Wendy Yellen is named as one of the international top three transformational experts in her field. She studied emotional release body work and many other traditional and non-traditional forms of healing from masters around the world. Wendy walked away from a successful psychotherapy practice when she discovered what she considers the holy grail of transformation work called eidetics. This practice based on ancient Greek knowledge 
and 21st century science enables business people and creatives to unlock their full potential and remove the weight of old, often unseen vulnerabilities which have been holding them back. And isn't that, that's just fantastic if we can just release ourselves of these these things that are holding us back. So I can't wait to talk to you about eidetics, Wendy. But before we do, can you just tell me what mindfulness means to you? Like I said a moment ago, it, yeah. I see it as a second by second, paying attention, being out of the head, being in the present, and not spending too much time also um, uh, focusing on the fact that you're in the present right now because then of course you lose it. So it, that means to me, for example, with my husband of almost 40 years, really watching how I get triggered, really staying with that moment and also with um, what I see as how I want to live. So paying attention to my own re reactions as opposed to responses to how I get involved in the response as opposed to just being with him and actually seeing him in that moment, which isn't always easy to do. No. Those would be some examples. Well, tell me then more about eidetics. Tell me how you came about it and what it's all about. I'll tell you two stories. So first, when I was younger in high, like in junior high school, my mom had dressed me, so to speak, and I was wearing this dress with a too high collar, uh -huh. too tight, too scratchy. The hem was way too long. And in addition, as you know, because you live, you grew up near me too, I lived in Buffalo where there was tons of snow. Oh, so yeah. not only am I wearing this awful dress, but I'm wearing boots, which mm. is not a good look on anyone. No. And I felt horrible. I felt like I was in somebody else's clothes and someone else's skin. I felt very controlled, restrained, constrained. And I remember in my boots and my too tight dress, I am outside in the snow in front of the school, stomping out the words over and over again. I am not Kuth. I am not Kuth. I didn't even know if there was a word called Kuth. I knew there was uncouth, but yes. I wasn't sure there was a word called Kuth, but I didn't care. So take that from when I was a, a young girl. Fast forward to I'm in a practice where I'm, I was trained very traditionally, psychodynamically. Then I took on all these other trainings and um, certifications so I could do all kinds of different therapies. And they were really successful. I mean, I had a 100% waiting list, 100% referral, no marketing. I had no idea how good I had it. You know, I just it just fell in my lap. But the problem was, even though people were referring their friends to me and they were feeling good about the work they did, I didn't think it was enough. Like even with all these different modalities, I thought, if this is really all there is, if this is all I can actually do for my clients and all that I can receive for myself, I don't want to do it anymore. So I stopped. Mm -hmm for a number of years and I did all kinds of other things that I was terrible at, but I wouldn't go back. And then I rediscovered eidetics. 
So now I'm getting to the answer to your question. Yes. I rediscovered it 20 years after I first heard of it. So when I first heard of it, I was so in my head that I literally could not understand a word of what was being presented to me. It just seemed like garbage. Everybody else in the room seemed to get it, but I just, I was judging and thinking I was so not mindful. Right. Mm -hmm. But then 20 years later, I got reintroduced by mistake, right. By an Uh accident. And, uh, And this was in the time when I wasn't doing therapy anymore. And I thought, oh, my God, this works. I could feel it in myself. I could see in myself that despite all the work I'd done, I was getting things I'd never understood and never felt before. And really important, I could feel how I was resisting the exact thing I said I wanted I could feel it coming up on myself. So I'm saying one thing. And on the other hand, I'm stopping myself from actually having it in that moment. That had never happened to me before in that way. So when I rediscovered eidetics, and I, I was studying then with the, the founder and the father, Dr. Akhtar Asan, who's from India, I jumped in. I took the three-year training. I flew to New York City several times a year for about three years. And I immersed myself and I went back into working with people because I, 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 like you said, the Holy Grail, it was like, wow, this, this helps me understand the way we work in a way I never understood before. And, well, but you, it's impossible to explain with the brain, with the mind. That's why you and I are going right. to do an, an experience for your people later. So they'll get it more. Okay, yeah, because I was just going to say, what makes it different? What is what is it that makes it so incredible? For me, it's because of the way it uses the mind in a different way. And it goes great with mindfulness. Because when you're mindful, you can't be in your head judging, right? I mean, that's antithesis antithetical to mindfulness. Yes, it is. But the way we try to solve things way too often, even though we're in our meditation practice or yoga or whatever it is, we still, then when we're out of the practice, we go back to the conscious mind to try to figure things out. And it has all the underpinnings of the judgment and the over mental. and, And there's, but this process starts in a different place. And that makes a huge difference. You'll see. We'll see. It, you can't explain it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to dig in and uh, do some exercises so we can understand it. Great. So let's do it. Okay, great. So let me first honor you because it is not every person who's willing to be a visible and vulnerable leader by walking through this process yourself. That, To me, that really... Puts you, puts you head and shoulders and in terms of real and honesty and for your listeners. So I want to really honor you for that and for people to really hear that. It's not easy to run a podcast and do the experience at the same time. Sure, right? sure, yes. And let's talk about what's going to happen in this in this uh, experience because it'll. I'll be working with you directly, Bruce, as you know, but I'm going to also be working with everyone listening. So here's how to do it. First of all, to I'm going to ask you in a moment, and I'm sure your mind will be thinking about it, to come up with you and everyone, to come up with something that you actually 
would love to experience a shift in today. So a place you'd like to have open up a little bit more, a place that where there's another layer of difficulty that you'd like to soothe or move. It could be pretty much about anything that it means to be human. Okay. Okay. Could, I, I would you like already to already know. What yeah, it is? I know. Should I tell like, you tell, now? Yeah, please go ahead. Okay. I'm going to make would, notes. I go would ahead. like to open up the, uh, abundance of money to come into my life so that I am no longer blocking that. Okay. All right. See, that's going to determine the experience we're going to do today. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, and then for everybody else to, of course, come up with your own thing. Now, secondly, we're going to be working with images that are deep inside of you and all of us. They are not visualizations. They're the opposite of visualization. A visualization you control. It's controlled with the conscious mind. You say, I want to feel a certain way or I want to act a certain way. So let me see myself doing that. So it starts with the head. We're going to start with an image that comes on its own, that has a mind of its own, like a really um, feisty horse, a really, you know, full of of vinegar, (laughs) vim and vinegar horse. And... We're going to be seeing images that have to do with your parents. However, underline, underline, this is not about history or memory. It's going to feel like it, but it's not. We're actually looking at our consciousness and the way that our minds are divided against ourselves. So even though the images I'm going to talk about parents, they're not about your parents. They're about the the consciousness inside of you. So you don't control the image and you don't think, you don't think, well, what should I see? What would I see? That's all like, just like in mindfulness, that's antithetical to mindfulness, right? Right. Okay. So I think that's enough. The rest I'll walk you through as we go through it. Okay. There are thousands of eidetic images, thousands. But because you said what you said, I'm going to work about money. Now, two things about that for you and everyone, Bruce. During this experience, we're going to have one of three things will happen. One, for some people, it's just going to be too hard to get out of their head. So it'll be more like a trip down memory lane. For most people, it'll be one of two things. First you might get a really deep, palpable knowing about what's blocking you in a way that you've never experienced before, no matter how much personal work you've done. And that's of extreme value. That's where the work starts. Or depending on how long we go and how much you want to do today um, and, and where the mind goes, we might experience a breakthrough in those places that is also palpable and deep. But no matter what, so either of those are extremely valuable at the level we're going to go to. Okay? okay, sounds good. All right. You can do this with your eyes open or closed. Obviously, if you're driving, not with your eyes closed. And I would highly suggest you not do this while you're driving. Okay. So having the the thing in mind that you want to experience a breakthrough in. And for Bruce, it's opening up to more abundance in your life. Yes. That's right. That's right. And not blocking it. 
So first we're going to do for you, Bruce, and this will be for anyone that has a, a money wish here. We're going to do a baseline image. This doesn't have to do with money. It's a baseline. See your parents running in the open countryside from a time when you're growing up. See your parents running in an open countryside from a time when you're growing up. Now, you may have never seen them running or even moving quickly. That may not, it doesn't matter at all. You want to wait, let your mind settle, and an image will come. It doesn't matter if it's vague or vivid. That doesn't matter at all. So you want to look at them running in the open countryside from a time when you're still growing up, and you want to see how are they running? Who's running faster? How do they look? And how do you feel as you look at them? And then, Bruce, as you see it, and when you're ready, go ahead and, and tell us. Well, I see, I see an apple orchard. I see trees that you know are part of the apple orchard, and grass. And my dad appears to be much taller than my mother, and he's he's tall and confident, and she is not so tall, and she is not so confident looking, and they're holding hands and. He's going slower than probably he normally would because she's kind of holding him back. And they're just running through the grass, running through this orchard. And that's about it. Oh, that is great. What is great about it is you were really looking you were really noticing things, and so that's why you noticed who was taller than he actually was, and that that he's moving slower because she's holding him back, and that she's not as confident. That was great, Bruce. Perfect, because you Excellent. were really looking. Now, how do you feel as you see this, as you see him, and how you as you see her? How do you feel? I feel. As though I'm looking at strangers. Huh. Say a little bit more about that. I feel like uh, they don't seem to belong together. They don't look like they're comfortable together. They they seem like two very different people. And even though they're holding hands, they just don't look like they belong together for some reason. Okay. And how old do you feel as you're looking at them? Or how old would you be at this point? Either one. I'd be seven years old. Seven. Okay. Now, when you first said they feel like strangers, I thought you meant to you, but you're saying to each other. But is it also, do they feel like strangers to the seven-year-old you? Yes. Yes. They feel like strangers to me and they feel like strangers to each other as well. Wow. So when you, okay. So when you're when you're looking at them and they feel like strangers to you and to each other, how does that feel to the seven-year-old? I just feel very isolated. Yes. I just feel very um, just separated. Like there's, I have no connection with, yes. with them or really with anything. Ooh, okay. All right. 
great. I mean, great because you're seeing it. And mm, so, Bruce, when things are difficult, is this feeling of isolation, separation, not connection to anything, is this one of the things that comes up when you're facing a, a difficulty, maybe even particularly with your business and success? Yeah, very much so. Do you want to say a word more about that? You don't have to. Uh, just, uh, well, yeah, just like I love the feeling of connection. Yes. But that feeling is something that I feel like is very fleeting. Mm. And I don't have it a lot. And it seems like the more I look for it, the harder it is to find. Mm. Yes. Thank you so much for your honesty. And I know that, um, of course, you know, you're not alone in that. And, and I want to say a comment to everyone that, so what Bruce is seeing here in this image is the very thing that is so important to him about connection and the isolation that happens instead. And so whatever you're seeing, it may be positive, it may be negative. I'll talk to you more about that. You don't need to be seeing and feeling anything like what Bruce is. Just know that I will talk to you about it at the end. Okay, Bruce, you can open your eyes for a moment or you can keep them closed if you want. Tell us just a little bit before we go into the next image about what's what you sense is blocking you about your business what kind like give us an example of what seems to happen so i can work with it uh what seems to happen is that i just even though i want to i want to help other people and i want to bring in abundance in my business that for some reason I just am blocking it. I'm like putting up walls. I'm uh, just having a, a challenging time being able to just open up to the world and say, here I am, I can help you, and this is what we need to do next. Okay, all right, thank you. So it's putting yourself out there and then also offering to people what you can give them so they can say yes to you. Both, both of those are yes. amongst the things. Yes. Okay. All right. Now we're going to do the second image. So what we first saw was, well, I'll talk about that actually after. So now let go of that first image. Mm -hmm. And now this is a totally new image. See your parents running in the open countryside for the purpose of making money from a time when you're growing up. See your parents running in the open countryside from a time when you're growing up for the purpose of making money. That's the purpose. That's the reason. That's the goal. That's why they're running. And now this time, see, how do they look? Who's running faster? Who has more energy? Who has more motivation and who has less and why? So gather all the, in there are many more questions, but for the purpose of a shorter time here, we'll just go with those for now. And when you have it, Bruce, 
go ahead and tell us. And just for, again, for everyone, see what you're seeing. And if you can't do both, then just wait and see what Bruce is seeing. And again, I'll show you how to have your own experience later. What do you first, and I'm going to ask Bruce, what are you seeing and what are you feeling? Okay, so I'm seeing them running in the countryside, as you suggested, and um, I grew up on a farm, so it's all about the cattle and, and the livestock. And so they're running uh, toward this field where there are a lot of cattle and the cattle are escaping and the cattle represent the money in, in our family. And so the cattle are escaping and my dad is desperate and he's just running as fast as he can so that he can uh, get there and, and herd the cattle back in and close the gate again. And yet the cattle are, are escaping and they're just, they're just leaving and there's this fear that, you know, they're never going to be found. And, uh, my mother is far, far behind, and she is uh, mm. just more like, oh, yeah, don't worry about it. It's just, you know, it's law. It's it's hopeless. Oh. It's hopeless. It's absolutely hopeless. There's oh. no hope at all. Okay, again, you're doing fantastic in what you're noticing. How do you, as and the young you is how old now? So I'd say I'm nine. Nine. And how does the young you feel when you look at father, at mother, and at both? I feel pain and fear. And just, I feel bewilderment. Say more about that part. Well, I, I'm like, I mean, I'm thinking like, aren't adults supposed to know mm. Um sort of I I want to be protected by them I want to not have to worry about things in my world and yet I don't feel that that's the case and I I have this bewilderment about um that they don't seem to know what to do or how to do it yes yes and when okay oh there's so much here it, this feeling that you're having the the pain the fear the bewilderment to not protected um and not know that and that sense that they your parents the adults don't know what to do that feeling inside that you're having now not about them but just the feeling is that familiar in your business pain fear bewilderment not knowing what to do a sense of not protected and and worrying yes yes okay so we can stop here and talk about what's happening, or I can work a little bit with you to help you move, begin to move through this very big place in yourself. Which would you prefer? Bruce, okay, well, let's, let's begin to work on it. Okay. So again, everyone, you can now follow along with Bruce or you can, with Bruce's image by looking not thinking about it. We're being mindful here by looking and noticing how you feel. So Bruce, when your father, look through your father's eyes at your mother who's far, far behind and has given up. She's hopeless. Look through his eyes as he's 
moving as fast as he can to get these cattle and they're still escaping. What does he see and what does he feel? He feels anger. Anger. He, he feels incredible anger and he feels... Um, he he sees someone who isn't stepping up to help him do what he thinks needs to be done. Yes. Yes. And what does he want when he looks at her? He... He wants her to be vibrant and alive and strong and confident and sure of herself. Mm. Now, what was the last thing? And sure of herself. Yes, yes. Sorry, I thought you said something else. Okay. Now, how do you feel when you look through his eyes? The young you. Uh, how does the young you feel? Or just as you look through his eyes. As I look through his eyes? Yes, yes. I feel... Uh, I feel pain. I feel desperate. I feel desperate. anger. I feel frustration. Yes. Now look through mother's eyes at father. What does she see? And what does she feel? She sees... She sees meanness. She sees anger. She feels complete fear. She, she just feels as though she is so frightened she doesn't know what to do. Mm. And what's her... Um... Okay, when you when you look through her eyes and you feel her feelings, and then you just look through Father's eyes and feel, felt his feelings, which is more familiar to how you're feeling about money? More like him, more like her, or both? Um, probably more like her. Yes. Exactly. It's what I'm feeling too as I look. So when you look, so we're, I'm reminding you and everyone that we're not dealing with history here, even though it feels like it. We're dealing with a mind divided against itself, which is what happens when we're not being mindful also. So Bruce, just a beginning here since, um, just a beginning place here. Does your mother want help? Does she, does she, she's way far behind. Does she want help? She wants something, but she's not sure what it is. She wants, she wants help, but she doesn't know how to ask for it. Right, right. Okay. So now, again, we're gonna, now we're going to go to a different aspect of an image, one of thousands. So now see that, well, actually, let's ask, let me ask you this. 
does your father want to help her? And if yes, why? And if not, why not? No, he doesn't want to help her. Why? And uh, hmm, I'm not sure. He doesn't know what that means. Yes. He doesn't know what it means to help someone. Okay. He doesn't. That's not something that he understands. Yes. Okay. And as you look at them through your nine-ish-year-old eyes, what do you want when you look at them? I want to escape. Mm. What does that mean to the young you? I just want to escape. I just want to become old enough mm. so that I can actually escape. Yes. And never have to be around this anymore. Yes. So, understood. Let's try this. See that a cool wind comes down from the heavens. And it's a gift from the gods. And you see it swirl around one of them. I don't know which one. Just watch and see who it swirls around. And that person feels the coolness of this wind, this gift from the gods. And as they feel the coolness, as it swirls around them, out of that parent, number one, pops parent number two. And number one disappears. What does number two look like and do? Show us what you see and then what you feel as you watch. Just be And just a comment to everyone, if you're doing this with your image or with Bruce's, you want to just watch, don't control it, see what you see, and stay out of your head. Stay in terms of looking and feeling. Bruce, what do so you this see? Cool, this cool breeze came, came down and it's going all around my mother. And then... Out pops my father. Out of your mother? And isn't that what you said, that parent number two comes no, out of no, parent no. number so, one? So see, I'm okay. sorry, let's just say, with, so see that the cool wind swirls around your yeah. mother. I was yeah. trying to cover all bases. Sorry, it okay. made it confusing. That's okay. So see that cool wind swirls around your mother, and she feels that coolness. And yeah. as she feels the coolness, out of mother number one pops mother number two and mother number one disappears what does number two mother number two look like and do oh i see so she sort of becomes another person whatever you see tell us show well, just really she why. becomes wait wait and let it let it show itself to you So she becomes this tall, strong, vibrant person who takes charge and who is active and full of energy and she's you know breathing deeply and she's got this strength and she just begins to take charge and she takes 
bigger steps and just her body language and everything is all about her confidence. Yes. And how does father respond to this mother, to this number two mother? Watch and see. See through his eyes. So he's really looking at her. What does he see and what does he feel? Uh, he feels even more anger and he just wants to separate himself. And how does and she he, respond? She doesn't care. Go ahead, show us what you she, see. She doesn't care. She just moves forward and she just remains confident. And And he just kind of almost shrivels up. He just kind of becomes minimal. Yes. Now notice... How, as you're watching, how you feel seeing her not caring, coming forward, being taller, bigger, and he's shriveling up and becoming minimal. How do you, Bruce, feel to see as you keep watching it? I feel, I feel happy because I feel as though for some reason this is a positive thing, yes. and that, and that thing, it's like light. A ray of light shining into my life. It's like yes. an incredible new beginning almost. Yes. Yes. And what are you noticing in your body right now as you keep looking? I'm I'm just noticing uh, a tingling, a feeling like uh, just a, a feeling of energy kind yes. of. Yes. So I have the um, the advantage of being able to see you. And ever since you started talking and seeing mother, stronger, taller, vibrant, your whole, your energy shifted, the smile in your voice, your shoulders are lifting and you're, you're breathing deeper and your the, the, the muscles in your face are different. I don't know if you can feel all of that, but it's really visible. And now okay. you look, oh, lighter. <laughs> what just happened there? <laughs> <laughs> okay. What just happened? What did what did you become aware of for those that can't watch um, see this? Just like as as you were describing it, then I was becoming more aware of the fact that I was feeling happier and lighter and more uh just more relaxed. Yes. Yes, yes, absolutely. And now he's sitting up. <laughs> yes, it's beautiful, Bruce. I think let's let's stop with the um, experience here, and I'll do as much talking about this and uh, as you like. You, t you tell me where okay. you want to go from here. Okay. So yeah. So talk about it. What okay. does it all, all mean? Right. So I'll talk about your experience and also see if I can open it up to other people's too. Okay. So as I mentioned several times, we were looking at your consciousness, specifically about money, because that's what you were said you were blocking. And the first image we did, which was running in the open countryside, has to do with just your the different parts of you and your own energy and how it's divided against itself or working in the same direction. It's not, these are not metaphors. So it's not about, okay, now I understand this. Now I got to go do something. When I work with my private clients or my mastermind clients, we work to bring these parts of the mind together through the images. So it's not just like, oh, yeah, now I understand. I got to go do something because that's not enough. So what we saw was your one part of your mind 
was, which really felt like more compelling, the mother part, was um, having a much harder time and was feeling actually, um, no, it wasn't hopeless right away, but just way behind and didn't have the same energy as your father. So your father part of you, the father filter, you could say the father part of you, he has a lot of energy. But even in that very first um, image, well, actually, hold on. I want to look at that for a second. So he, he had a lot of energy and confidence, but she was holding him back. That was very clear. You said it. So yes, and, that's what, and that's what you're experiencing in your life. Part of you is holding you back. You have a, a goal you want and you can tell part of you is blocking it. That was the word you used. That's what most people experience. So we were seeing like a baseline in you. But then when we introduced money, all hell broke loose, right? Now the cattle, now your father who had so much confidence before, now he can't get the cattle herded. They're escaping. And your mother is hopeless and way far behind. And now you introduced, there's meanness to him, right? So now it's really getting all tangled up. But we're looking again at, the consciousness. So now when it comes to money, the consciousness is even further divided. And I kept seeing for me, as I was looking, not interpreting, but looking at your image, I could, I could feel more, I was connected more to your mother looking through your eyes. And that's exactly what you were saying. Like that feels more like you. So more like the helpless, hopeless part. And probably, you know, I have something similar, but you don't want to see. Usually we don't want to be like a certain one of our parents. And so we try to push that part away. And then we try to be more like the other one. But the problem okay. is the other one isn't helping us either. Yes. So none of this is conscious. So then you have the hopelessness, but without all his energy, probably because his energy had some meanness and anger to it. Right. And everybody, I'm sure most people are going to relate to that. So then we brought the, but who is your mother really? She is more than who she was as your mother. She had her history, which had a crust that, which created a crust on top of her. And so what we did with the cool wind was we opened up your mother more to who she actually was capable of being. Mm. inside you so that's confident and not caring if there's something in the way like the meanness just like i'm taking charge and i know what to do and as i watched i had every confidence in her ability to take care of the situation i felt yay mom right and i felt happy about right. it right and yeah. so that's and but and then you were exhibiting those characteristics in your body as you're watching because again it's not mother they were coming out in you so you started to get access to those part of you that have been buried those parts of you so again that's like when i work let's say with my i have a mastermind called heart plus spirit equals breakthroughs so you were accessing more of your heart and more of connection to spirit and your own energy spirit. And that's where it uncovers the places of history that, that, that stop us from being who we are. And that's the kind of beginning place 
that is you have access to when you start coming from the eidetic image as opposed to too much head. Does that make I sense? See. Yes. Does that help? What What do you yes. take from what I said, or what do you want to say to your listeners about that? Well, I, I, I think it's it's pretty incredible because I was I didn't know what you were going to say. I didn't know what you were going to say to conjure up in those images, and so I was already starting to think of images of things that actually happened when I was a kid. Uh -huh with my parents and I was thinking, okay, I could say this and I could say that. But then you said, no, they're running through a field and I've never seen my parents running or, in a, you know, I've never seen them even together in a field yes. or running. Yes. I've never seen that, yes. you know, exactly. maybe my dad, I might've seen him running sometime, but certainly not my mom. Yes. So, so then it was like, wow, this is really, I really have to be creative to think of this image, yes. Yes. which I did. Yes. And you didn't think of the image. I would correct you if and tell me if you agree. You didn't create or think of the image. You allowed it. Is was what I said. Yes. Yeah, I did. I just allowed it yeah. to be. That's true. And that's why it was so real and so juicy. And I mean, then there's a whole other piece about um, them being strangers, right? Yes. That that's a whole other piece for you. That uh, right. again, that's that's where the work is. That's what I do right. with my client, my private clients. Yeah. Very interesting. Thank you. Yeah, very interesting. Let me talk hmm. a little bit, I think, to people about what might maybe I can say a word here about what might have happened. Yes. So as I mentioned, everybody's experience is completely unique. And your experience, you, the listener, it might have been really positive. It might have been really negative. Whatever it is, it's showing you, please take this in. It's showing you what's going on in your consciousness, in your mind. And it's also related to being mindful. Because when we have all this gunk going on in our mind, we can't get to that lower place where we're actually connected to our resources and our deeper self. And this process, while it helps with things like money and it helps with things like relationship, it also helps us to go deeper into being more consistently conscious and mindful. And it is because of the way and a way it works with the mind, with as opposed to against the mind. My clients look really good from the outside, really good, you know, relationships, marriages, maybe children, business, but it's the inside they really want to shift, right? Right. You, you mentioned that this, is, this system is based on ancient Greek knowledge and 21st century science. Yes. So can you talk about the 21st century science yes. part of it? So I think it was somewhere in the 80s that neuroplasticity or 90s, I think 80s that neuroplasticity started gaining like a huge following. Well, Dr. Austin was writing about that in the 60s. He didn't have wow. the same word for it, but it, it, would, it really works with the pathways in the brain. So, the, you, so you, let's use you as an example. So what we saw and I got to see and what people I hope heard in your voice was that you had this more fearful, I want to get out of here, more connected to your mom's helplessness sense of what's happening with abundance and blocking it. But, 
So that was, let's talk about, that was one brain pathway that's pretty, fairly deep, right? Mm -hmm. Probably been happening for you for a long time. But when we used the eidetic consciousness, we opened up a pathway in the brain that was already there, but was kind of covered over by brambles. And so by going down, by your, your eidetic consciousness gave you that pathway and it, it was right there all along. It's just that you've been following the other one for many years because it's more, it had been more compelling to your mind. So what the neuroplasticity and the working with the mind is we work with those other pathways that are there, but again, covered over by history. And that's how we work with the mind in a neuroplastic way. And that's the 21st century science amongst others. I see. Very fascinating. Uh, Wendy, I always ask a question about bullying because I've worked in bullying prevention for over 10 years. And I wonder if you can share a story that uh, you've experienced or that you know about where mindfulness would have made a difference. So I thought a lot about that question. In fact, I had a conversation with my husband in the car about it yesterday. And I thought, well, I could talk about Emily and I could talk about the kid in the pool in Japan and you know, I could talk about being Jewish and being a little bit of bullying there. I said, but none of those have the juice that that what I'm about to say. So I think the worst bullying we do is the bullying we do to ourselves in our own head and that we live there so much of the time. And I also think it's that bullying that can put us at risk for letting other people bully us because we have that Achilles heel. We have that sensitivity. We have that place where we're not as, we're not coming from that same confidence. So, and it can be so cruel. Sometimes I hear things coming out of people's mouths and I think if anybody else said that, they would be up in arms if they said it about somebody else. But yet, the way they talk, we talk to ourselves is cruel, so cruel. So I think that's yeah. real bullying. Yeah, I agree with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I, I want to ask you five quick answer questions, Wendy. And the first one is this. Who is one person who influenced your mindfulness? Dr. Akhtar Asen, the father of eidetic imagery, changed my life. How has mindfulness affected your emotions? my emotions. Well, again, I'll go back to my husband. I used to, we've been together 40 years almost. And I used to met for years. I was, and this is true. I'm not proud of it. I was mentally divorcing him. Sometimes it felt like about 80% of the time in my head. I mean, rehearsing what I would say, rehearsing it, but I never did it. Thank goodness, because I feel so in love with him now. And I, see him as a person, I, I feel love in my heart in ways which I didn't allow before. And part of that has been by some of it was through eidetic images where I saw, saw what I was doing to him in an image where it was irrefutable and impossible to ignore. And it just, it broke my heart what I was doing. It just, it was horrible. And so by being more mindful of when those automatic responses were coming up and 
taking a moment and choosing a house of love and, and letting other things bubble up in me. So now what happens is sometimes I catch him singing for no reason at all. And the problem is, I don't know if he was always singing or I just didn't hear it. Right? That uh, have, So, yeah. I like that. That's great. Uh, tell us how breathing is part of your mindfulness. It isn't, you might be surprised to hear, it isn't a specific part where I focus on it, but it is a place that has changed in me. And certainly when I am stopping, I'm definitely taking, paying more attention to my breath, but it is not a place that I pay conscious attention to most of the time. I'm much more paying attention to, let's say, some of the spiritual images that are coming to me through mm -hmm. eidetics. That's more my focus. Interesting. Can you recommend a book related to mindfulness? You might not be able to get it anymore, but the book is Psych Eye by Dr. Asen, and it's um, Psych S. It's P-S-Y-C-H-E-Y-E, Psych-I, all one word. I, I'll send okay. it to you in, if you want. I don't think yeah. people will be able to get it, but if you can, it's a life changer. Awesome. Great. Okay, well, I'll look it up and see if it's available and put it in the show notes okay. if it is available. Sometimes it is. Sure. You know, people sell used copies. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, of course. And can you share an app of any kind? that helps with mindfulness. I stay as far away from my phone as possible with my mindfulness. However, a lot of my clients um, use the recordings of some of the images, but that's not an app. I don't want to be near electronics when I'm birding and I don't want to mm -hmm. be near electronics when I'm being mindful. I don't, I don't need it, even though I know it really helps a lot of people. So no, I can't. Sure. Sure. Well, that makes perfect sense. Well, how can we learn more about eidetics? How can we learn more about you and what you do, Wendy? Thank you for asking. What I would love to share at this moment as we speak, I know um, this will be available to people in August. So what is really dear to my heart is a spiritual manifesto that I just wrote which is um, helping people who have spiritual practices of any kind bring the practice and the benefits of the practice more into the rest of their life and allow them to do more of their practice, whatever their practice is, using the concepts of eidetics. So that the, we really use some of what we touched on today to help people come out of their heads and be more in their practice, more 24-7, as opposed to, well, I have my practice, and uh-oh, look how angry, look how I just reacted to that thing that just happened. It's not like I am in my practice. It's, it's to help erase those lines. And it's available. There's inside, the, inside of it, it's free, and it's my gift to everyone listening. And inside of it, there's a great story about a different podcast I did where the woman also wanted more abundance and more wanted her business to have more um, abundance. And what happened was she saw how she was blocking it through thinking that she had to completely separate fun from success and that everything had to be one or the other. And it was really screwing her up because it was making her work like a maniac and not succeed. 
And then there's also a way to have a deeper experience of eidetics in the spiritual manifesto. So they can, you can download that for free by going to www.myspiritualmanifesto.com. That's easy. My spiritual manifesto. So Mindful Tribe, I'm telling you, this can really open up amazing things for you. MySpiritualManifesto.com. Jot it down or remember it if you're driving the car or go back and listen to this later. MySpiritualManifesto.com is where you can get this. And Wendy, you have really, really shared wonderful material today. And it's been really extremely extremely interesting to go through the actual experience of this eidetics. Thank you so you much, teach. Bruce. I so, loved, Bruce, I loved, I loved what we did together. Thank you for your Well, thank honesty. you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for doing this. And I just wish you the very, very best to you. you Bye Bruce. now. Bye. Mindful Tribe, I hope you've enjoyed today's interview with Wendy. If you did enjoy it, please subscribe and share the news about Mindfulness Mode with your friends. You can check out all the show notes at mindfulnessmode.com. And remember, I just recorded that brand new guided meditation called Release Your Overwhelm. It helps you abandon your inner blocks. It'll help you to surrender your stress especially if you make the commitment to meditate on a regular basis. It will help you become more focused and raise your personal level of contentment. You can achieve so much more with the increased level of concentration you'll enjoy. So download this full-length 30-minute guided meditation by me, Bruce Langford. It's $4.99 U.S. funds, and, and I believe it will help you become more calm, focused, and happy. Download the meditation at mindfulnessmode.com forward slash release. And remember, even if you only listen to three minutes or six minutes, you don't have to listen to the whole 30 minutes, but it's there for your use. So download it at mindfulnessmode.com forward slash release. Till next time, Mindful Tribe, use what we've learned today to reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness. Stay in the mode. <laughs>